0: Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Renovation, the media and film education podcast. So it's half term and I've been up and down the uh, south coast visiting friends and family, catching up with people and I decided to go and see an old friend of mine called Sean Upton. Now as I mentioned in the last episode, I actually taught Sean A-level back in the 10-15 years ago. And it's really wonderful to catch up with him because he now is a teacher himself. And he teaches film studies and media and all those kind of things. In fact, I even think he teaches, uh, he does some teacher training as well. So we sat down and discussed what is the actual point of film studies education. Why bother studying film when it's something that everyone can just sit down and enjoy so that was quite a good conversation and we also talked about uh, great films um, that he doesn't like I was really disappointed to hear that he doesn't like one of my favorite films but you'll hear all about that shortly so I'm going off to see a couple of films this week I'm really excited as I really want to see um, both Rocket Man and uh, the new Godzilla film and I haven't yet seen um, John Wick Chapter 3, so I'm quite excited. I might even do a double or maybe even a triple B bill uh, one, uh, one day this week. I've also got a revision day planned for uh, A-level media students. That's going to be happening on Thursday, so I need to do some prep for that as well. So I'll introduce Sean in just a moment, and I hope you enjoy our interview Afterwards, I'll talk about some other film style uh, things and then oh, I guess that'll be the end of it. So here's my interview with the wonderful Sean Upton. So I'm here with Sean Upton in the sunny town of Eastbourne in what are we? East Sussex, West Sussex. We're in East Sussex. East Sussex, Sean. How the devil are you? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm swell. So, um, what are you doing these days?
1: I am teaching film studies at uh, Bexhill Sixth Form College.
0: Very good. Is that My, a good,
1: good college? Yeah, it's a good college. Much, much, like you are teaching film studies at Essex. 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 Sounds like Essex. Sounds like you're saying Essex. David Essex.
0: David Essex. <laughs> the only way is Essex. <laughs> Um, so Sean, I was doing a, uh, an open evening last year, and uh, one of the parents came in and said, "Film studies. What's the point?" She, she didn't quite have uh, an Eastern accent, but that the, the tone of it. And um, that really got me thinking. Um, I mean I did come up with an answer, but I was how did you? Curious. That? What I said, well, film studies is, is a mostly academic subject. And what we often do is that we study um, philosophy and uh, history and economics and sociology through, no pun intended, the lens of a film.
1: It's funny, isn't it? Because I don't think they'd ask that same question to a history teacher.
0: Yeah.
1: History. What's the point? Yeah. Is film not a part of history?
0: Well, they often say, oh, we have to study history so we don't... make the same mistakes yeah that's why there's never been a war in the last 100 years
1: <laughs> i mean what have we learnt from film like films are stories right
0: films are stories yeah they are a combination of technology and creativity
1: as Tyrion lannister says there's nothing more powerful than a story
0: oh don't bring up that last <laughs> episode because that's just going to make me cry I'm sorry so how would you have responded to um, that sort of question? You know, what is the point of film studies or just film education in, in general?
1: I think I'll try to explain that um, the way films, like film studies differs from the study of more technical subjects like physics or mm. biology or whatever, is that film can be valuable to everybody. Nice. So not everyone needs to be a quantum physicist but everyone, luckily uh, I am, <laughs> luckily, <laughs> but, yeah, okay, um, but everyone should know how to read a good story, how to enjoy art, and how to appreciate uh, cinema, and I think coming away from doing something like film studies, you know, what some students don't realize is that they're not going to end up doing the things that they study at college, right, they might not end up if they're studying physics, being a physicist, but if you're studying film studies, no matter what you do, everybody's going to go to the cinema, everybody's going to, Um, go to the movies and i think it's really important that um film studies can be more valuable valuable to them because it's something they're going to have with them their whole lives whenever they go to the cinema
0: but people can enjoy films without studying it this is
1: true but hopefully by studying film they can start to tell the difference between a good fun kind of marvel romp and something that's like a piece of art and hopefully by studying film they can do those things they can go to the cinema with greater joy and with greater intelligence in the way that they talk about Uh, The films that they've seen
0: Mm, okay so you differentiate between high art and low art that's a good question
1: I don't mean that to sound uh, to be uh, elitist in any way I'm I'm sure you know that we can get just as much from watching um, Endgame Mm. which I haven't seen I have I loved it as we could get from watching an Ingmar Bergman film Mm. so no I don't think I'd I don't mean that in an elitist way I mean, I often pitch film studies as a, a, a way
0: to explore the human condition. Mm. So we, we do look at big budget films like Endgame. And um, we are able to draw some conclusions. And what I found recently from watching Endgame at the cinema was most of my students have been following this story for more than half their life. And it really meant something to them. You know, they had a strong emotional connection and I actually found that quite moving. And because whenever young people get interested in stories and cinema, it gives me hope that, oh, this is an art form. This is something that is going to continue. So I was really in favour of it and I was really moved by, you know, how how, um, emotional they got from it. I mean, I didn't find it emotional. Um, I would have I wanted something far more devastating at the end. Mm -hmm. I wanted everybody dead. Um, But I thought that was that was quite interesting. And you're right about looking at films like Ingmar Bergman, and last night we were talking about uh, Bella Tarr's *Satan Tango. And film does offer us a glimpse into the human condition, not just from our culture, but from around the world. And whenever we study film, we always have to consider the social, historic and political context of the people who made those films. Who were they making them for? What did the society at that time think about them, and what does it say about what they think of themselves?
1: Yeah, I think that kind of leads on from what I was saying about the fact that you know by studying film it gives you a greater appreciation of some of those things. It helps you to mm. learn to understand the context of the things you watch because I don't think Joe Public necessarily goes into a film considering the social, political, and historical context of what they're watching. But by studying film, you learn to appreciate those things and try to look for those things in the films that you see. Therefore, hopefully, enhancing your appreciation of, of that art form. Mm. Do, do you yeah. that?
0: I do. It seems like you're more interested in the actual film itself, whereas I'm more interested in what people can take about themselves from the film as well. So I think that's an interesting combination.
1: I guess that's just the angle I've come from. Like, yeah, I totally yeah. agree with yeah. everything you said as well. I, um, I think students get a lot out of that too.
0: Mm. I find that with some parents, they've still got that idea that the A-levels you do or the vocational subjects you do yes, this will do lead directly into university, which would then lead into a career. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a chat with uh, this parent. And I said, well, people today are changing their careers radically, like every 10 years. Mm-hmm. And many of the jobs that... Um, are around today didn't exist 10 15 20 years ago so we have to equip students to be adaptable and to have resilience and to be able to um find those new careers because getting a job or a career for life i don't know if that's uh, is that is that's where we are i mean i mean i'm in teaching now and i've i've been doing it for 20 years and i've had to admit I'm in it, that's it now. I am am trapped, I'm in, I'm going to be here till I retire, probably.
1: I think that perspective comes from the fact that we've become, as a society, so preoccupied with commercial or financial success or kind of entrepreneurship, and instead kind of forgotten about the lasting success of great art or of, like, the practice of medicine, Mm. or dare I say it, the practice of teaching. Well, yeah, how dare you, in
0: fact? (laughs) Yeah, so I I often yeah talk about uh, how... You know, we should, education should be about learning for its own sake. Mm. And, you know, sometimes I don't really want to add employability skills in because I just think you should just, I I mean, I do think students should go to university and study dead languages and things like that. I think personally, human beings are... um, the universe made conscious, as Carl Sagan uh, once said. And so we owe it to the universe to find out as much as we can about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not many other animals on Earth make art. Humans do. I think there's some other animals that do. But I haven't seen it. A giraffe. No, I'm... I'm I think, I think there. I'm, honestly, I'm, I swear there's a bird that makes really pretty, like, displays in order to get women not women, (laughs) as in female birds to come over to be ready to be inseminated by his bird thing. As you can tell, I also teach biology. So, Sean, there's one thing I want to pick up. So I follow your letterbox uh, profile online, Mm -hmm. and I was appalled, (laughs) disgusted. I felt disappointed in your review of... The 1980s classic film, Robocop, which I stand by, is the greatest Hollywood film of the 1980s. What's, what's the beef? What's going on? I've
1: got two issues. I think two issues. OK. The first one is that it lacks any nuance or subtlety.
0: Yeah, it's, it's made in the 1980s. They, subtlety hadn't been invented then.
1: Yeah. But this is does...
0: the 80s. This is Hollywood 80s. The
1: height of capitalism. It was fun, but it was a little too fun. How can something be too fun? There's literally a scene where he falls... He crashes into a barrel that says toxic waste on it. Yeah. It's very cartoonish.
0: Yeah. It's about a robo-cop. It's meant to be preposterous. It's a comment on the ridiculousness of capitalism and um, globalisation and all those... um, Um, big financial companies taking over um normal everyday services like the police and the medical industries it's 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 brash and bold and ridiculous it sticks two fingers up at you and it's just glorious my second thing okay (laughs) (laughs) okay is it's treatment of women again the eighties. We didn't start respecting women until the nineties. <laughs> that was a joke. Well, Does that necessarily
1: mean, though, that we should uh, we should give something pr- like? I guess you've got to view things in their social and historical context. Always. I understand that, but it's still held in such high regard. RoboCop, and I think the the treatment of women in the film is really
0: terrible. But um, one of the lead characters is a woman, and she's she's never treated in any way uh, sexually um, disparagingly at all.
1: They get called bitches they get kissed on their lips on, on the lips by their co-workers without being asked whether that's okay yeah but they it, that
0: they're making a comment about that situation and actually, I don't know if they in, are in the time i don't know if they i are. remember watching this in the 1980s and people were saying how progressive the treatment of women was in that film That's mad. because um, they were bold they were treated as equals And isn't there a scene when they go into the, um, like the shower room, and there's men and women in it? Or am I thinking of another Paul Verhoeven one? Yeah, I'm thinking of. um, (laughs) I I think I'm thinking of um, a Starship Troopers, but it's just an
1: all-out shower room for men and women. Yeah, okay. There's also that scene where um, RoboCop's son is dressed as like the devil, a cowboy. Oh yeah, and wants his dad to take a photograph Mm. with him. That must be the most poorly acted scene in all of 80s cinema. Really? Oh, my God. Oh,
0: I, I honestly think you're missing out. And I think it's a real shame. See, show. I think
1: with films like Robocop, and I've watched some other... I've been trying to watch this year, like, films that I should have seen as a film teacher, or as someone who's really interested in film, that I've never seen. So The Godfather I saw for the first time this with, year as well. And you hated that, It's not I didn't hate that, no. I actually quite liked that. But... What was, the, what, was, what was my point? Um, films that you hadn't seen? Yeah, and I think for some of them, I've come to them too late. Mm. So if I'd have seen them like 10 years ago, yeah. then I might have appreciated them more.
0: Have you seen any of the early films of John Waters? Yes. So you've seen like Pink Flamingos? I've seen Pink Flamingos. Desperate Living?
1: Polyester.
0: Okay, what do you think about the treatment of women in that? I mean, they're sluts. <laughs> um... Um, one of the um, they dress up as women, eat feces. They do eat dog <laughs> feces. They do, yeah. yeah. In fairness, I think it was a poodle. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I don't remember.
0: Oh, okay. So, are there any other films that you uh, great films that you that you don't like?
1: Yes, there probably are. Yeah.
0: Because I, oh, maybe. as you know. We've discussed this at length. I hated The Favourite. I couldn't believe that all these people were, were saying how marvellous it is. And now I'm thinking, I'm, I'm in
1: an episode of Sliders. This is, I this thought it was it's the most machiavellian, machiavellian drama I've ever seen.
0: Really? Yes. Have you never seen the original House of Cards?
1: I have seen the original House of Cards. Now that's Machiavellian. But so is The Favourite. And, and alongside that, it's also it's really funny. The bit I laughed out loud at was when one of the
0: characters was standing on a bunny rabbit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That I thought was funny. Yeah. But um, did I laugh in it? Not really, no. I mean, when I was watching it, there were some other people in the cinema laughing, but they felt they sounded
1: like... They felt they had to laugh.
0: Yeah, you know whenever you go and see like a Shakespeare play, there's always like an English teacher going... <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, yeah, very good, very funny, yes. Yeah, it, it felt a bit like that. So, But no, I really hated it. And interestingly, I, I, I can't quite put my finger on it. I, I, I just found it really unenjoyable. Okay. Yeah. And, and what else have you seen lately that you think is good and we should be all be watching? Um... mind blank mm, okay well look it's um what is it monday it is so this week i'm going to go and see rocket man you've seen it. lot of rocket man yeah yeah
1: rocket is it man. better than bohemian rhapsody everything bohemian rhapsody does wrong rocket man gets it right really yeah i am looking forward to this rocket man is like a musical Bohemia Rhapsody is a bunch of people sitting around, patting themselves on the back, that they wrote Another One Bites the Dust. Doing impressions of, of yeah. The musicians, yeah. Um, what's his name? Taron Eglinton? Is that Eagerton, his name? Egerton, Egerton. He gives a performance and... rather yeah. than an impersonation.
0: Brilliant, because I had a problem with um, Rami Malek, because he was doing an impression, impressioning. Yeah. That Live Aid
1: performance, like, if I want to see that Live Aid performance, I can just watch the real thing.
0: Yeah, well, you can't watch the real thing.
1: Well, no. You'd have to go on
0: YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm being pedantic. You know what so. I mean.
1: Um, but this is is like, um, it's like Boogie Nights meets Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I am in. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to go and see
0: the new Godzilla, Godzilla movie, which I'm really Me excited too. because I love Godzilla mm-hmm. because I'm, um, I don't
1: know, uh, mentally ill geek
0: but yeah I'm really not that you need to be mentally ill to to see Mothra
1: brought into the 21st century Mothra
0: it's going to be great
1: yeah yeah. so I'm excited for that so I saw the last big one they did I saw that
0: IMAX Fun row nice and when it finished me and a bunch of other people in Godzilla t-shirts we all stood up and applauded so mm. I'm really excited that's cool well look Sean it's been wonderful to see you um, best of luck for your um, A-level film results I hope the students I'm sure uh, make will you proud well. I'm sure they will and um, hopefully I'll see you soon thank you very much goodbye well that was lovely to see uh, Sean yesterday. And, um, and there's a few students, ex-students that uh, I've taught, who have got also gone into teaching. Uh, sometimes I feel maybe I shouldn't teach film, I should just be training teachers, I don't know. Well, um, as we know, it's half term, so hopefully all my students will be revising this week. And I've had lots of chat with them about what is the best way to revise. Because many students still feel that revision is simply going over notes or just rereading what they've already uh, written in class, etc. And whilst that might help with some recall, it doesn't really enhance knowledge and understanding. And so, one of the best ways to learn something is actually to teach it to someone else. That is one of the most efficient ways to learn something. So I'm always encouraging them to teach it to your family when you're having dinner. Teach it to your friends. Teach it uh, to your siblings. Because when you go about teaching something to people who actually don't know anything about that subject, you have to reorder all that information. And you've got to think about well they don't understand what that means so that means I need to think about this first and that will help you develop stronger knowledge and understanding in the subject. Another really positive thing to do (coughs) is to take the notes that you've already got and then apply them to the texts that you're studying. So if you've been learning a theory And we've been learning some media theories such as um, lots of regulation theories that do with Curran and Seton and Livingstone and Lunt, All sorts of things which you, you may be familiar, you may not be. My advice to the students is, okay, so you've got the notes about understanding this theory. Now, apply your understanding to some of the text that will come up in the exam and by doing this it's enhancing the knowledge and understanding rather than just rereading what you've already put it's really really useful and um, I, I can't um, advocate it, uh, for it enough now obviously looking at past papers um, grading criteria, mark schemes and um, other students' work is also going to be really helpful the problem I've got at the moment is that the media A-Level is still in its first run of being sent out. So there are, there's actually only two mocks available on the OCR website. So I'm having to kind of make up questions. And I haven't actually seen any past responses by students. The example I've offered, candidate or student style answers, but they're not written by students. And that's really what I need to see. So, it's going to be quite. Um, I'm going to be quite anxious coming up for the exam and, of course, for the results day. But I'm pretty confident that, that the students will do well, at least I hope they will. Well, um, I'm going to be relaxing today. or oh, well, I say relax, I've got to prepare for a moderator to come in. Um, so, I'm going to do a bit of work. Um, but I've been up early today in the garden pulling out some more weeds it's just unbelievable the way they come but I expect I will get to the cinema at some point over the next few days well I hope um, you're all having a good half term and as I said keep revising keep applying your notes to texts, and keep deconstructing the theories because it's quite like well it's definitely likely that in the media exam anyway there will be an evaluation-style question, analysis-style questions, where you need to deconstruct the theories, where you've got to evaluate the usefulness, the effectiveness of the theory. But to do that really well, you've got to have strong knowledge and understanding. And as I said, one of the best ways to do it is to keep not just rereading those, but applying... Your notes, your ideas, your theories to the texts and to the research. Well, that's all from me. Until the next episode, as always, take care of yourselves.